do it. The, okay, press record. Like, We're on this thing. Just, huh? I just never got a tattoo. Episode like, two of, of Men of the Village. Episode two of Men in the Village. Welcome. Uh, my name is Rob. Uh, introductions, you're on my right. I guess you can start. Yeah, my name is Nick. Nick Goucher. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Oh, bam, bam. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh baby, I like it. Bro, if you don't use the microphone, use your voice. Bro, uh, Brian. <laughs> and Matthew. Matthew's in the side. He's the uh, gentleman off camera. Um, yeah, welcome everybody. This is episode two. Uh, normally, I would like for us to have a conversation about what we could talk about and what we shouldn't talk about before we push record. But fuck it. <laughs> we live. We live in this thing. Let's get this shit up. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> no gloves on, fellas. No Whatever. Um, so the vision for Men of the Village, once again, is that we would get a conversation that's healthy and productive for the folks at the table, but also for whoever the audience and listeners are. So uh, at this table, the new person in the seat is Nick, because Nick is one of our homies. But Bam and Nick have a really strong relationship, so I, I kind of want you to introduce the homie Nick to the podcast. Well, I will introduce Nick, my brother, to the podcast. First and foremost, this is probably um this is my twin, I would call it. It's facts. They He's don't a, look alike for those who are on Spotify. Don't Fraternal. matter. Come on, man. Don't Fraternal. matter what, Come on, what baby. we talked about. Um let me be serious. Nick is one awesome guy. Nick is a hustler, and I don't mean that in the street terms hustler, but Nick gets shit done. Nick is in finance, uh he's a lender. Um, I've seen Nick <clears throat> take a business from the ground up and he's doing some phenomenal things. I'm really proud of this brother. Um, Nick has a beautiful family. Nick is a beautiful, yeah, you, yeah, hey. you know, Nick is, Ooh, uh, I get that. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. My man's, I've seen my man transition. Uh, we've transitioned together. We've, uh, if you up don't stop hitting this table. I'm sorry. That's just how I talk, man. I'm from Chicago. Man, but did y'all realize I don't listen? <laughs> you don't listen. <laughs> I don't listen. Sheesh. Sheesh. Okay. Come on, man. Continue your introduction. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Nick is um like teddy bear or something. No, I don't need to do all that. But I, I, I tell you this, ain't too many people gonna keep telling me what to do. Not today. <laughs> Not today. You're going to learn today. <laughs> Two points for that. No, hey, Nick is my dog, man. Nick is uh, Nick is awesome, man. Uh, with his, I, like I was saying, I've seen Nick take a business, uh, be an idea and something that he, 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 he thought of for quite some time and then watch him put a plan together and make that plan come to fruition. It's awesome to see where he is now. It's awesome to be a part of his journey, and it's awesome to be his brother. Hey, my man, dog, Nick. Let's my go, dog, baby. Nick. Yeah. Glad to be here, baby. My dog, Nick. Let's go, man. Man, I shouldn't have gave him the introduction because Nick can turn into a wrestler real <laughs> fast. Like, <laughs> like Nick, oh, Nick can turn can, you down, Nick, bro. Man, listen, good at that. Nick can go WWE real quick. Like, all all you need to do is all you need to do is get Nick a plug. Just give him just a little bit of plug. It's and a wrap. It's it's over. So let, let me tone it down. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank man. You, welcome brother. to the podcast. Thank you, brothers. I appreciate it. Episode okay, two, so two, how, two, how are two, you feeling? Two. I feel blessed. Feel blessed. Talk to you uh, off camera. Yeah. And uh, <coughs> you gave me a vision of your purpose. Our purpose. And our purpose now is a collective. 
And so I'm excited to uh, to be here. Man, it's good to have you. Uh, we could talk about a million things. I have some things in my phone and my iPad. Shout out to Apple because I'm an Apple like, freak. I love it. Hold Apple. on. That, that's all for Nick? No, it's for every podcast. There's always like questions that we can ask. That's a lot. But if there's any topic that we want to start with that's on your heart or your mind, we can start there and then we'll go through whatever's. So anybody have like a subject, a issue, a question, a thing in their life or in their mind that they want well, to talk about? Well, uh, we got Nick here. Let's ask Nick what what I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, I'm only I'm only putting you on the spot because sure. I, I want to know I want to know what what you would like to talk about. Is there anything? Is there anything you want to be informative about? Like give us something. Is there you? Because I know you love numbers. I know you love finances. I know you love um, black ownership. Oh yeah, let's talk about black ownership. Can we do that? You know what I'm saying like I must so, just ask you to so, do that. Let's talk. I, you, we talk. We talk a lot about it, and you've been. Yeah. You know, I tell this story about how you try to allow me to. Uh, you allowed me to uh, kind of jump in on on a situation that was happening in Inglewood, and I slept on it, and uh, I feel feel kind of left out now. But you do do those things of making sure you know. You, you, the information you gather, you try to share. It, so. Oh, it's facts, 100%. So I guess there's a conversation or a thing that's going on that y'all are alluding to. Break it down for us. Your thoughts, your feelings. This is about, about black, black ownership. ownership. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, Bam is right. So I'm in real estate and in finance, been doing it for a long time. I happen to be the national vice president for uh, the largest black-owned mortgage bank in the country. Say that yeah. again. Yeah, I'll say it one more time, a little slower for you guys. I'm the national vice president. For the largest black-owned mortgage bank in the country. Mm-hmm. So it's a good look. Same point you get. Uh, we started uh, the idea about 10 months ago with uh, my partner's name is Ben Slayton. And Ben was the first black realtor in America, 1964. That's dope. That's facts. It's super dope. And uh, he, t- he tells me back then he had to be sponsored to become a realtor, to have that trade organization behind you. And he found a man who sponsored him. Uh, charged him $5,000. At the time, that's a three-bedroom, two-bath in the Valley, 22 years old. So he's uh, 77 years old, laid out the vision. He says that life happens in three cycles. He says from birth to 20 is your formal years of education. Mm. From 20 to 60, that's your years for earning and learning. Then after 60, you you should have amassed enough wealth for yourself to take care of the rest of your life, and the rest that you've learned you got to pay it back to people coming up behind you. Mm. So he's 77. And uh, he said, Nick, here's a vision for legacy. I said, you know what? I can do that. So we started in Westchester, first office, 100 square feet in a co-working space out of Regis. And uh, nine months later, we have uh, nine offices in five states, nine cities. Mm. So we're in Georgia. Uh, we're in Texas. We're in Louisiana. We're in Nevada. And we're in California. So uh, we're excited. Uh, yeah, Tell them how far your arms reach, brother. <laughs> Oh, yeah. want to allude to that part of your life, too, I guess. That's nice. <laughs> no, but you know what? Uh, it's um, it's important. There's um, What really inspired me was a couple of years ago, there was a study that came out called The Road to Zero Wealth. And it looked at the racial uh, wealth inequality in the country. And this data tells us that if the wealth trends continue, that black households will need nearly 284 years to amass the same wealth that our white brothers and sisters have in 2017. Yeah, hold on. Let's 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 let that do that again. Do that again. Hit me with the, the math. The, the <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> if the wealth trends continue, 
Black households will need 284 years Dang. to amass the same wealth that whites had in 2017. If they didn't make a dollar. It's 2019 right now, so let's just accept that as a truth. You understand that? And so when you think about <coughs> think about real estate and home ownership, you know, there is a real reason why it's important to own a home. Because for most people in the middle class, that's where most of your wealth is going to come from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a study that was done by the um, the National Association of Home Builders who suggests that nearly 65% of middle class wealth is in the equity in their property. How surpasses your savings, your mutual funds, stocks and bonds combined. And so when you have 1964, 1968, you had 42% of blacks who owned their homes. And 2018 is still 42%. Uh, these are problems, right? So, so, so instead of us trying to, you know, belabor on the issue, somebody has to do something about it. And that's our job is to help fix the problem. Okay. So how long have you been in that world, that industry? I've been in banking since I was 18. We went to the same college. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. You went, no, I went to Dominguez. Okay. I went went to Cal State. Yeah. Cal State. Cal State system. Yep. So my first, uh, my first job was as, uh, a bank teller at WAMU, Washington Mutual Washington Bank. Mutual. Yep, eight bucks an hour. <laughs> we were saying we made it happen. <laughs> and uh, we just progressed over time, you know, uh, you know, uh, bank teller, then personal banker, and then, uh, you know, got into to real estate in the early 2000s and then, you know, stayed the course and stayed in corporate America, got an acquisitions emerging back in 2004 or five. And 2010, I got into mortgage banking officially to actually help people on a one-on-one basis. And, uh, in the last 10 years, um, as a mortgage banker, I've funded over $300 million in loans in the last uh, nine years. More important than that is my clients have created $50 million in new wealth Mm. for their Mm. families. Mm. So knowing, knowing that 700 black families, you know, are going to be able to help send their kids to college, start a business, you know, if they get into a, a financial bind, because 70% of Americans left check to check. And if one check didn't come the following week, they'll be asked out. Mm-hmm. So the fact they have a little bit of an equity they can tap into through a line of credit if they need to, knows that we're doing something uh, good. So it's good. That's dope, dog. Mm. dope. Okay, so <clears throat> I guess well, my, I'm thinking about the table here. Yeah. Um, I'm 38. Um, Still young, baby. I, I feel good. I feel yeah, young. You look good too, boy. Um, I'm in a place in my life right now where I do not own a piece of property. My parents never owned property. I've always lived in apartments. And we talked about that um, on the phone call um, yep. maybe a couple months ago. And how I understand the need for home ownership, but I am, I'm like a person who's like the first person who might go to college, but no one in their family went to college, but it's like, you got to go. I feel like that around home ownership. And I've always had like opinions and thoughts and fears around home ownership. My friends who know my background know, you know, hey, this is how Rob thought or feel or what he said. But there are other people at the table who have their own story and connection to home ownership. So I guess on my left, you want to start like, do you own property? Did your family own property? How do you feel about owning property? Uh, my mom owns property. She even has a, a two, three unit in Chicago and she owns a home. Uh, mostly, most, mostly a lot of my family had, you know, own their property, whatever property isn't as, as expensive as it is out here where, you yeah. know, in LA where it's kind of, 
it's tough or you you have to take your take yourself to a, a neighborhood you don't want to be into to actually yeah, own something you know what i mean but uh i i mean I feel if you can do it, you should do it. I mean, I I don't own anything right now because I'm not in a super rush to own something, and I want to own something that's right and that I'm comfortable with. So I'm taking my time, but I'm in the process of learning with this young man right there and yeah. a few other few other friends. So yeah, but I I think I think we should. You gotta have something of your own that can also bring you the mailbox money as well. All right, to the left, B. I think if you can on, you should on. Like it's, it can't help but go up. Like even if it stays even for a little while, ten years, it don't matter. It can't help but go up, and nothing is guaranteed like that. Yeah. So <clears throat> if you can on, you should on. All right. Like. Yeah. But did you grow up in a household that had owners, or were you yeah. renters, or what was that? All owners. Okay. Uh, and what's up? All owners. My parents own their house, and my aunties. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. Get closer to the mic. We we practicing. My bad. Uh, yeah. No. All owners. And, and you own too, right? Yeah. See what I'm saying? And I own. Conditioned. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I didn't come from it, but he did. Yeah. That's what I reach for. You know what I mean? That's why I set my money aside. That's why I sacrifice for. That's why I drive an old Prius. Shout out to Prius. <laughs> Shout out to Prius, baby. <laughs> we yeah. plug in Apple and Prius. So we will mess around and get some fucking Eventually. Because <laughs> that's, that's what I live for. Okay. I, I own. Yeah. Let's okay. Go. Matt? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. All right. Okay. Um, my parents own property, right? They own their house where they're at, right? They went for a long time growing up renting until they can own. What they own. My uh, father, uh, when I was younger, was heavy into real estate, whatever, before it all went downhill at whatever point that was, I don't remember. But they got their house back then, and they've owned it since then. I personally don't own right now, but my father, because he's always, since he was done with his regular career at Northrop, has always instilled to me that, you know, you need to own. If you can, go grab you like a three-unit something some people in there and they pay for your mortgage and then eventually you get stuff off of that. So I see the benefit of owning and I understand like how important that is or whatever. So Nick, did your parents own? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, I grew up in a single parent household. Uh, never met my father before. And so my mom was a teenager when she had me, uh, me and my younger brother Vic. And uh, as a matter of fact, we, we moved uh, 30 times. Yeah, that's a measure times. of trauma that we use in schools. One thousand percent. We don't, we don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, the disability on how that impacts like our relationships to connect with people. Uh, it, it's relatively Trust. tough. Yeah. Trust. Yeah, the, there, there's other layers that we have to unpack. It makes it you who you are. You out here owning everything. One. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well but, 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 but a lot of times, a lot of times we become, you know, uh, what the pain allows us to be. Right. And so like that was a pain point for me. Like, you know, you meet some new friends like Michael in fifth grade and I don't see him again. Right. You meet new friends in new neighborhoods and we grew up in South L.A. So every neighborhood is a different flag that, you know, so ultimately you got to now protect yourself. And, you know, so now it's like, man, I don't want that to be me when I get older. 
right? And so, uh, so yeah, so we moved uh, from kindergartner to I think my senior year. We just we just rented, and then even you know, then I got in college, and uh, my younger brother, I think when I was like maybe a, a junior, he was in a drive-by shooting. And he's a he's a quadriplegic, right? My brother Vic, and so we, you know, we just kept renting people's houses, and you know, uh, you know, it's crazy because I I did the math on moms, and I think she spent like in renting, she spent like one point one million dollars. I can believe it, yeah. right? Like over a certain period of time, and nothing to show for it. You know what I mean? And so I didn't buy my first home until I was like twenty nine, thirty. And then I just like you know I'm, I'm gonna just keep buying, keep buying, keep buying. But yeah, but we were, so my point is that I never grew up, you know, owning anything. And, uh, and so I was a victim of somebody else dictating my mom's lifestyle. Right. And it's crazy because, uh, after we got, you know, after things started to get really good, uh, a couple of years ago, I bought my mom a house. That's right. The, man. Oh, come on. Let me. Shout out to that. I'm trying to, that's a vision. A fly house. Yeah, it's a clean house. But, but. I'm see if I can get a clap. No, but look. <laughs> no, you're going you <laughs> to get, get a clap, clap bro. <laughs> but no, but I'm saying, but like, while we did it, right? Like, while we did it, because uh, this is 2017, and my mom is, uh, she's renting in Cerritos, right? This home in Cerritos. And so it's just, it's just, it's just a, a two-level uh, house that she's renting. And, um. You know, she's like, hey, she's so my brother is a quadriplegic, right? And so uh, we end up getting these um, one of those lifters you yeah, can put on top of the roof, stair, the stair lift joints. So we, you know, pay for it, and uh, she would use it to take him up the stairs into the into his room. And so I came to the house maybe like I mean, it's like September of 2017, and uh, I see this back brace, you know, on the floor. I mean, I, I'm like, whose back brace is that? I'm thinking it's her husband Wayne's because he had a bad back. It's like, oh, it's your mom's. Like, oh, mom got a back brace. Like, oh, she's picking him up, up the stairs. Why is that? Because the landlord said, I don't want that. In, I don't want that in my house. Oh yeah, because they can say that. It's they can say that, right? Because that might impact, you know, like that kind of pressure on the actual roof could have an impact on his actual value of the property. The fact is, she had no power. She had no control of where she lays her head, right? So I'm like, nah, that's not gonna work. So. I called my financial advisor. I'm like, look, man, this is just happening. You know, what's my budget? Can I do this right now? He's like, no, if you, you know, you got to live under this lifestyle, but if you can do that, you can afford to buy your mom a crib. I'm like, I bet. So within a month, I got her a house. Hold on. There was a couple pieces in that, right? So one, yeah, success. That's dope. So what you're talking about in the, in the home ownership world is something that renters, those who don't own, are always going to be subject to, which is you're living under somebody else's rules and you can't meet your own need. Even if you can, someone else can tell you, nah, not here. Absolutely. Do, do you feel like the reason why you moved so many times, you said 30, that's a lot. It's, a, lot. it's a, a whole person, lot. Right? It's a whole lot. Um, and what that does to the parent who has to endure that for them is a lot. Do you feel like the reason you moved so many times is because the owner changed or they kicked them out or they raised the rent. Like what's good question. Yeah. 30 I, moves. Bro. I think that, uh, I would have to ask my mom, the actual, the, the, the real question. But if though? I think about it, I think cause she was trying to aspire for a better life. Like every move was a little bit better. Oh, okay. So you know what I mean? Yeah. So like every job that she got a little bit more, you know, money on, she wanted it to get a little bit of a safer neighborhood. Right. And so it was out of, it was out of love that she, 
in spot she is and we at one point we lived like off like broadway and maine right and then from oh, there that's downtown no 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 no. that's like that's east side yeah, oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah yeah and so we just like you know keep moving then like you know rosecrans in maine then we move into like gardena you know what i mean like a little bit better than the hawthorne and it's in the south bay so Coming she west. yeah so she so she continued to try to find a way to protect her two black kids you know of trying to not be subject to the the environment that we were in and so without a love that she said i can do a little bit better let me let me get a little bit of a nicer place Right. But she was conditioned because she would have because if she, you know, played it the right way, you know, then it, you know, uh, then it then it would have been let me stack up a little bit, sacrifice for 12 months. So I could have a down payment. Let me just buy a crib. But that was never in her mind. Right. She just wanted to uh, make sure we were going to be OK. I think she did it the right way. Yeah, I was about to say, I got questions about that. I think I think she's she did it the right way. I think the way she did it made you who you are. Oh, 100%. Like, uh, 100%. 100%. I mean, that's what, I mean, that's how you build wealth, right? Yeah. Like, that's success. Like, yeah. that's the American sometimes way. It's not, sometimes it's not buying the right property. It's instilling the right principles. Yeah, I mean, ah, 100%. I love that. 100%. That's actually good. You stayed there for 12 months. You saw that. You saw that when you was a kid. I wouldn't have saw that. I would have been like, Neighborhood, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you sitting there, like, oh, we getting better inch by inch, and you 100%. grew up knowing that, and so you knew, like, you knew a lesson that it took incremental change to make great things happen. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's that. a good perspective. See the Spanish brothers, Cuban, <laughs> Cuban, Puerto Rican, Jesus. Cuban, man Puerto Rican, I'm black, Cuban, bro. <laughs> Cuban, no, Afro Latino, no, no my, you're Puerto Rican. My, my father, Cuban. father's Cuban. Yeah, He's Cuban my, too. my grandfather, my great grandfather, I told you Spanish. People don't even know that. <laughs> that's that brown fry right there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, that's 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 a fair point. But ultimately, it kind of, but it kind of pays itself because you know here I am now when I uh, finally become eighteen, and I'm going to go to college, right? And so I end up getting into Morehouse, right? Yeah, and I, well, I, well, I got accepted to Morehouse, and yeah. I wanted to go, but not a lot of financial aid, right? Now, but what if she owned a crib? That has some equity in it. That she right. could cash out on. She could have tapped into it and sent me maybe to a better school. Right, but right? that's the white man trying to hold you down. No, no. What'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> that's the white man trying to hold you down. That's not really your fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just have some reparations. No, I, I mean. We're going to talk about reparations for right. sure. Oh, we're going to talk about reparations. Not today, oh, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. And we're going to talk about the sham that goes along with college. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bring me back for that one. That's not That's going to be great. That's not her fault. No, no, no. It's well, well, here's, here's the thing: it's, specific she, reason, my uh, uh, she did the best. <laughs> she did the best that she could, right? But yeah. if you but if you scale that to a more of a macro conversation, mm-hmm. then you then you understand that there is uh, you know great trouble to live a life of that much renting, showing nothing to show for it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, remember, I mean, let's just say if she owned a property on her on her tenth buy, right? All she did was she just kept giving more of what she took home to the landlord. Right. So if she would have stacked up on the 10th purchase or the 10th property, then because every time she moved, it was a little bit more rent. Right. And so it's like a nicer neighborhood had another cost. Yeah, yeah, it does. Right. But I'm saying, but if she had the equity to tap into it, see, most of most of my clients are first time buyers, millennials, and a lot of them do move up purchases. Right. So, you know, somebody can buy a property for, let's say, you know, four hundred thousand dollars. Right. And let's and right now in California, since 1974, home values increased by 7.4%. So up and down ways, but the median, 7.5%. So 
So you buy a property for four, that means that the equity grows on the purchase price, right? So every year, you're making like 30 grand on that property, mm -hmm. right? So in five years, you can stack up, you got 150 on paper. So now you can cash out on that property after you pay the agent on both sides, and you pay closing costs, you have now 100, 110, 120 grand you can now bring forward down payment. So you can still keep that payment expense low if you have equity on the next purchase to lower how much you got to finance. You got me? Yeah. And so the point is that a lot of what I do is to, you know, because a lot of our clients who are African-American clients, they're still the first to have gone to college, right? And, you know, our parents didn't tell us the importance of the, the idea of building wealth. They told us the importance of education. That's what they knew. And getting to like a higher salary or a good 100%, job. But, but that was a way through it, right? Because yeah. you're going to learn it. You're going to learn a skill. That skill is going to go in the marketplace. It's going to give you value, mm -hmm. which is not the way anymore, by the way. And that's on our next, I guess. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. For so, sure. We'll be back. So, yeah, I can't wait for that. But so, so the, that, that's big. Because totally the truth. Because look, 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 the truth is, like, I went to college, but I dropped out. Right? And so the reality is that, like, I went to school for marketing. And a lot of what I learned was not in school. Right. A lot of what right. I learned was right. through right. application and through experience. Man, don't take this conversation right. to it. No, no, we're we gonna stop. So I, I, let me digress. I, I, I'm gonna eat. Let me digress. I'm gonna eat with my, you. My point though yeah. is that yeah. is that to you is that to your point though, right? You know, so that's the reason why to answer your question is I think why my mom kept making the move because she just saw herself moving up a little bit better. You know, every yeah. chance that she got. Can we talk about though? Like, because in the world of like home ownership, that vision, it's the American dream, right? It's something that we're shown in the media we're like kind of programmed with the messages like this is what success looks like yeah this is what success looks like success looks like you getting a partnership you get into the bag with a job or a business or maybe both and owning some property having a, a fence and a dog and a certain number of kids like that's the picture that's being painted for us and we live in th this area that we're in is la Right, and there's people all over America who could listen to this over the course of history. Like after we do this, they can listen to this. Where right now, 2019, property is hella expensive here. In LA, yeah, it's facts, right? In, in NorCal too. So for me, at 38, who's finally in the place where I feel like I'm making a good, decent income, and I'm not doing it through a job, which feels risky, but feels free. It's like, should I go for the real estate investment or should I go for savings, uh, a stock portfolio, business investing, and like do it that way to own? Because it's so, like it's yeah, so it's like ice, ice, yeah, ice, ice in the background. <laughs> it's a metaphor because you said he was saying my point was cold. Cups, uh, double uh, entendre. Yes, he's smart. He was right here. Double entendre. That point was three cups of ice. So like, how do you like how do you know what the right move is? Because the play wasn't laid out to me clearly because my parents didn't deal with this. I know that like in like not, like two thousand. There was a, a market that's way more attractive than the market that I'm looking at right now when I go on Zillow app or I talk to you about like what can I get for this amount of money? Yep. Nah, that's a good question, man. And that I think that's that's uh, uh I think it's on podcast by itself because even <laughs> though because even though I'm a I'm a big proponent of home ownership, uh especially when you think about the homelessness, the homelessness issue that we have in LA, you know, a lot of people being displaced are 60-year-old retired renters. Say that again so we can get that, 
That's a good point. Yeah, I said I said most of most of people who are who are falling into homelessness are people in their 60s who are retired on a fixed income who now can who now can afford to purchase anymore. They've already missed their window. Right? So it's so what I pride myself on and what I teach my team across the country is you, we have to be advisors because uh, it's not like one magic pill for each person, mm-hmm. right? So we have to look at the goal, right? And then we got to reverse engineer it back to today because if, if you are, even though I'm, I'm a huge believer in the importance of home ownership, not just for the equity portion, tax benefits, but just for the stability, you know, 65% of kids who actually grow up owning are that much more likely to own than those who rent. Shout out to me. Shout out to you, Shout King. You, you know what I'm saying? No, but like, that's a real fact, <laughs> right? Like, it, if you go, no, uh, clap for this. Let's get some more, baby. That was for me. No, but, but that's actually, but that's a real, that's a real fact. If you grew up in a home that you owned in the same market, like you, Chicago, now you here, so it's yeah. a different price point, right? Yeah. But you're 65% more likely to own when you become an adult, right? Now, if you are grew up in a home renting, 65% likelier to rent, right? Because of conditional, you know, past the generation, generation, right? With that being said, though, Rob, to answer your question, I'm not even saying that home ownership is the right timing for every single person. It just depends because I don't want to push that much capital into a home if I have a, a dream to build a business. Yeah. So it just depends on what the goal is because if you can get the bag, you know, doing this, Right then, so if somebody sat down with me and said, "I got a, I got fifty grand, I got saved up, right? But I want to buy a house, and I, the house one cost me forty grand, but I want to build a business." I'm gonna say, "Bro, or sis, you might want to wait to buy the property because if you want to deploy, because once you put that money into the asset, that's dead money you can't get back, mm-hmm. right? And so we need it's working capital to build a business, right? So yeah. it depends on, so that's going to stop you from, you know, investing the capital into your business." not the right timing to, for you to purchase. Because yeah. if let's, let's business, just, hundred percent, that's what I'm saying, it just depends on the goal. Yeah. Right? Like if your business is going to you know, cost you X dollars in working capital, then I'd rather you put that money and bet on yourself, right? Because you can come back in three years, you can five X your income. So you're in, different, you're in a different ballpark. So it just depends on the goal. So most of like, you brothers are entrepreneurs, yeah. right? And so, no jobs. Yeah, no, 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 no. That means that that means that you made your own I job. I start August fifteenth. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, yeah. look, facts. Look, believe it or not, this is a job. Yeah. This we create our own jobs. We just employ ourselves. You damn right. You know what I'm saying? So we all got jobs. You still work for yourself. You, you work got for a your business family, and right? a job. Don't no, let him no, no, no. give you the no, he's, shake. No, he's giving that hogwash. I already know, man. You know what I mean? But so to you, so your point, Rob, it just depends. We got to have a consultation to figure out what the goal is, right? What capital you have right now to deploy in your goals. And I can say, you know what? I've had clients say, you know what? We should put off the idea of buying a property if you want to, you know, invest the money back into your business. Because what I don't want to do is get 70 and have regrets. Mm. That we can't do. So what is the goal? So as a as a man at the age that you are now, what is your goal? <laughs> B, what's your goal, Bam? What's your goal? What's your goal? I'm getting a house. It's just like I said, uh, I'm getting I, I'm getting a home that suitable for me and my family that we foresee. No, nah, but your big in. goal, like yeah, yeah like what's yeah, the, yeah, like what was far as home, success, you know, just, life, just, just you, life. life. What's your life goal? Uh, 
obviously to continue to take care of my family. That's one. Uh, in what capacity? Through entertainment? Through acting? Through, yeah, through what I do for a living. That's acting. I want to use my, my influence as an entertainer, obviously, to give back and be a testimony of God's work into my career. And through that, I also, you know, want to use my, my success. I, successfully, I want to be on a TV series. I want to lock in on yeah, a TV series. Yeah, let's do that. Like, I want to lock yeah. in on a TV series. Yeah, so I'm going to say that right now. Like, I'm going to lock in on a TV series before the before this year ends, and that's going to be the start of the, the, you know, the uphill journey of, you know, continuing to sustain and continue to grow in the business that I, I've been blessed to work in. Uh, you know, and through that, I mean, I want to own. I want to own uh, me and some of my close brothers. Nick is one of them. We're, we're, uh, we're going to invest together. We're going to invest in real See, estate that's together. that's what we talked about. Yeah. yeah. See, so like, so let's say Ban's my client, right? <laughs> Man, got a family, you know, uh, it's him and his wife, and they got, you know, two kids, right? Mm -hmm. Beautiful kids. And he's like, look. Adorable. Phenomenal kids. They, they, they should be on a TV show somewhere, right? <laughs> uh, so let's say Bam, so let's say Bam says, Nick, I want to buy a property, right? And so I'm going to say, okay, B, let's talk about where you are right now in life and what are your goals. And he's going to tell me, what did you send me right now, right? I said, okay, how much you got put, a, put aside? Let's say he said, I got 50 grand saved up. Okay. Which is a good amount of money. It's a good amount of money. I said, okay, great. I said, okay, now. You want to buy the house, but you also have this big goal to become this big superstar, right? Which God gave him the vision to do it. So it's your job to execute yeah. that vision, right? So what's that cost to do that? My acting classes, right? He got transportation, he's gonna, transportation, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to create some videos. You're going to put on Instagram, right? You got to pay for production to do that. Mm -hmm. So we're going to say, okay, you might you might need thirty grand to invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. So before you put that money into an asset, we're the first asset. Yeah, invest in yourself first. First, 100%. So I'm going to say, B, you know what? Let's not, because right now at a time, you got to put down, let's say, 30, 40 grand about the property in this example, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say, you know what? Why don't we not buy the property right now to go live in and use that debt capital? Let's let's deploy that dollars back into your business right mm -hmm. now. Now let's just go ahead and create a syndication. Let's syndicate. So now let's not use a 50. Let's just, let's just piece up by 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Let's take that 50, start a LLC. You, okay. And, and you say syndicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Syndicate. So that essentially means. I thought reunions shows. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I'm a TV for syndicate. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, so a syndication. Syndicate. Yeah, a syndicate. Yeah. 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 It's, I know that's, that's, like, that's, I just, that's. No, no, but just so the group knows. So the group knows. I was like, oh, he going to have a Just so the group knows, right? So a syndication just means that a few parties pulling their resources together to go on and go buy the asset. Because what we don't talk about is that the, one of the blessings is because I'm uh, a national platform, that means that we can go in places like Atlanta. We can go in Detroit, right? So now, let's just say we piece up 10, 10, 10, so I don't stop you from your blessing and your vision, because God gave you a vision to go share the world your talent, so you can get the glory for that, right? So that's your first purpose. So we're not going to deploy that dollar into you know debt money in a house right now. But if you got 10, you can play with. Mm -hmm. You got 10, you bought it. So now we got 50 across the board, right? 50 grand. Right now, we can take that 50, start the LLC, and now we can go buy a commercial property somewhere in Georgia, somewhere in Macon, Georgia, go buy an eight unit somewhere that costs 300 grand. We got to put down a quarter, be right. 50, 60 grand. We got to you know put down closing costs. Let's say we need 70 grand amongst each other, right? And at 80% occupancy, which means that eight doors are paying us rent right now, that market, let's say, might be $800 a month. So that we can generate six grand a month 
right amongst ourselves a quarter goes back into the expenses let's say we we could split five grand a month let's just say but right don't touch it but you don't touch it because yeah. you because you want to be able to we buy a whole that bread, right yeah. so you can so you can so you can right 100 percent. so yeah. but the thing is that unlike the stock market i gotta bet that the ceo knows what he's doing right for the company i gotta spend my time researching that market right i like assets i like real estate i can see and touch and i know that people need a place to live period and, and a place so, to work and a place to work right and so people need shelter that's a basic human need right, right. and so i'm going to deploy my dollars into real estate my point is we can still achieve that goal of buying real estate without deploying all the capital into the house so it just depends on what the goal is so what's what's your goal Reed? You, are you clearing your goal right now in your life or are you still figuring it out or refiguring? I mean, it's, it's the same goal I always had. I just don't want to do nothing. You want to get to the point where you don't I, have to I do nothing? I really don't want to do nothing. Like, he, he work out for fun. Nigga out here. I just really, Swole. I don't want to do nothing, bro. I want to sit at home and do what I want to do. I want to go places I want to go and chill. And have mailbox money. And like, that's the life. That's what I want to do. That's what success is. And 100%. I can stay right here in my house and do that right now or i can stay at a bigger house and do that <laughs> but as long as i get to do that i'm straight yeah that's true yeah, that's the goal for me so i love that you know give me um, randy's donuts or something they yo randy's sure. donuts is like the devil bro i love randy's donuts bro, you randy's donuts bro bro they franchise it now but they got a second are one. they they have three where they have three there's, yeah. there's one north yeah. of the tent and it's just like a where? line it's like, like century city a line what we need to get an ad for we just gave them love anyway <laughs> we'll have a listen. take that out uh, Matt take what's, out. what's the goal take that out. Matt what's the goal <laughs> uh, the goal for life is just to be comfortable I think more than comfortable but like uh, I don't necessarily want to sit out and be doing nothing all day because I feel like out of mind is the devil's playground that's right? a good point. Like, yeah. you got to do something. Like, I always play wherever you want to play. That's true. But <laughs> it's even more prevalent when you idle. Yeah, yeah, you know 100%. Saying? So, like, I still want to do something. I don't know exactly what that do something is. Like, right now, a lot of my life is grounded in, like, technology and computers and things like that. So, like, maybe I would still continue to do something involved in that. But it's all the same goal. It's like, you know, own some property, maybe invest in a business. And then uh, maybe not necessarily have to work in that business, but then still do something that I want to do on the side. Love that. Rob, what's your goal? So right now, I think family and business success to the point where I can do what I want to do. And I'm not uh, a slave to somebody else's dream. I'm not a slave to somebody else's like ownership business right. or That's house. I want to be able to be like, you know what? I want to fucking podcast with my friends. And I'm going to invite them over and we're going to have the mics and the lights and the camera and I'm not going to ask them to pay for nothing. Mm. Right? So you I don't know what, so, Yeah, so I, I, hit, I hit a goal. <laughs> you there. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing that shit. Let's <laughs> shout the ball for you, baby. We made it. We made it. Yo, it's stupid. <laughs> so no, like the, the, the way that I see my future is to be able to do that for myself and my family in the future. If my 12 year old son in six years says, I don't want to go to college, dad, I want to direct movies. 
and I want to shoot music videos as a way to start that. And I have a friend who's a dope artist or I'm the producer and I want to produce myself making beats and put that on YouTube or whatever the heck the, the platform is. I want to be able to be the father to that kid that says, all right, cool. I'm going to hey, invest man, in that. that. I'm, like, on the, I'm on the same move. That's what yeah. I want. I don't so, want to refuse my kids nothing. Yeah, like, see, that's a good idea. So, so, so both, by the way, those are all phenomenal ideas. The same thing for me too. Like I won, I was just, I made a post on uh, my AG just yesterday because I, um, I called I call my wife on Friday, 11.30, right? At the Beluga. She's also an entrepreneur as well, right? And I said, let's go have lunch. And we had Pinkberry to the top it off. I had a gift card, so it was free. So it was all nice. good. Nice. So, but, the, but, but, the, yeah, it was fact. But, but, but my point is that that's the price we have to pay to have that freedom. And most people can't reconcile that difference mm-hmm. is you got to pay a price to have that. To be able to finance your son, I'm going it right now. you know what I'm saying. In in order to you know, your son, so you really got six years. I got six years to get to a different bag. You got six years to get to the bag so big that your son has options. Yeah. Most of our kids won't have options. Because my parents didn't give that. And neither same neither to yours, nah. not yeah. neither neither to mine, right? And yeah. so I'm saying like, so what? All you guys are saying like to do nothing costs something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's what most people can't reconcile but, because most people, right? Before us, they had to the the, the the gig was to get a good job with good benefits yeah. and work 30, 40 years. Right, right, and hopefully right. that job will take care and, of you when and, you retire. And hopefully at 60, you can enjoy life. Yeah. But, but, not, but we like... I'm so ready for that conversation, bro. <laughs> but, and you're in your 30s. But no, no, no. Yeah. I got like four, four to eight people who did that path and are way better off than we are. Did what path specifically? Wait, what like, do you mean? That, work that the job... job the job yeah. to happiness at the end? The job to happiness at the end? I got four to eight people. Well, they, I had the right job, well, though. Yeah. yeah. Right. But see, I tell you But this. that's the I'm question. Is that, I'm ready for the but, conversation. But, no, 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 no. Yeah. We won't go there now. We're going to do it today. Yeah. Then. Yeah. 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 We're going to talk a little bit about it. Because look, look, that's the question is that the real question is, okay, at what point do you want to enjoy freedom? Because at 60, that was the play. You can become free. Right. But we're in our 30s, and we want to be free and do nothing. Well, so well, that's 22 I'm, years I'm, I'm, from well, now. Uh, I see. Call me a bad businessman, right? Well, uh, go ahead. But um, I have to tend to my business at all times. You have to. I have to. Tend to my right, business. Hands on. My yeah, non-negotiable. And my brother has been out of the country four times this year. <laughs> I ain't been to Vegas. Oh, that's me too, dog. Oh yeah, you got cheers too. That's a new one, bro. I hope the camera caught his face. <laughs> nah, yeah, dog. So, so what's beef? You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what freedom do we have? Like, I'm tied. I'm directly tied to my check. When I do not do work in the morning, I do not get paid at night. That's, well, I'll tell you this. Well, I, no, man, that's another problem. Yeah, see, that's 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 a different beast. Like, but I I don't want to work for somebody else where I'm slaving and kind of killing myself, I'm stressing myself. No, myself. but he's slaving for himself though. Yeah, yeah. he's slaving for himself. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel myself. better. But but yeah. the but the financial compensation at the end of that is different than me being an employee killing myself for somebody else's Fortune 500 company. And once I break my leg or something, they're like, yo, you been 10 years, but F you, go ahead, right? I feel the same way about myself. Yeah. If I break my leg tomorrow, it don't It's fall. a wrap. 
So the, you're it betting on yourself, and it feels like you. <laughs> it's not a wrap because the business still gonna move. No, it's not. No, 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 no. He's saying it doesn't move without him. It don't move without me. It's not gonna move the way it's supposed to. And you know what? But listen, but listen. But you know what? But like that's like you ain't never. How many times you seen me? You know how many? How many years you know me? For a while. Yeah. Over a decade. At least ten. Over decade. Ten years. You ever seen me have a cold or break my leg? Nah. Because you can't. You can't do it. I guess you're a bad businessman. <laughs> no, 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 no. If that's what we're saying, right now the train's supposed to be moving. No, hold on, let me clear it up. So, Rich Dad Poor Dad is not the best book in the world, but it has it's, a lot of beautiful a, nuggets. Yeah, in yeah, a lot of wisdom. So, one of the things he talked about in there that I still am trying to employ is moving from an employee box to the self-employed box to the business owner box. Oh, that's a lot the cash flow quadrant. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. us talk about we have businesses, but we are the only employee facts. of the business. We're still trading time for money. And the that's only facts. investor in the business. That's facts. So like, I have a business and I don't have a job. And if I don't wake up and go to work to get the bag, the business dies. If my brain has an injury and I can't do my skill set, that got to the bag, the business dies. So like, that's not te technically a business because a strong business that he's painting is the idea that this widget that makes the money happens, whether I go and make the, midget, the widget or if I put my hand in the process. It works without my input. And Brian's painting a picture of the self-employed person. But the way that he's tried to set it up has, it's supposed to be that he shouldn't have to do that, but the people under him, and I'm just gonna go there. Yeah, sure. go there. I'm saying no names. No, we're not cool. saying names. Is that they're not pulling away, right? But there's <laughs> one employee. <laughs> so there are people that he has set up under him that are supposed to do the stuff that he is doing daily, right? It's right. like, yo, you know, you could just do this, but you're not, and that's the problem. It's like, yeah, I mean, but that's to me. You know, you're not, you don't take a shot at them. It's a shot at me because it's the head of you're the snake. Not, yeah. It, the head of the snake is always the cause of the problem. So and you're not, as I correct myself over the years, I want them to improve. And I love y'all all. But, you know, I go. If you, it's creating a challenge for you. Yeah, no. It's the head of the snake. Follow the head of the snake. I mean, I think every every <laughs> every avenue has its has its. Is is um is good and bad. The challenges, like 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 yeah, myself, that's a, like that's myself, all I meant right? To say. Yeah, yeah, like myself. I'm in an entertainment business. I'm in a business where I can make a million dollars tomorrow or no dollars tomorrow, right? But mm -hmm. I can make a million and have to sit on that for a few years, right? And not make it again. Yeah. I've had some some great success commercially. Yes, right? yeah. Let's. I'll be honest. Can he get it this clear? year? <laughs> No. He chooses who get claps, man. He's a, a clap judge. He's clap stingy. He's not stingy. If it's not Nick, I'm clap biasing you. Remember, like, you like the customers. You got to make sure that you got to make sure. I'm a businessman. We apologize, sir. No, I don't apologize. But this year has been probably the slowest year in the past, like, seven to eight years for myself, right? And I had phenomenal plans to doing, you know, that getting over the hump. I have two kids, right, and a wife. But it's, since it's been slow, I had to realize the greater in this. And that's my kids are under two. I have, well, my son will be three soon. But I have a chance to be 
a th- like put my thumbprint into their lives, right? I'm able to be at home with them and and spend as much time as I can because at some point my life is gonna get real busy, and I I hope that whatever I you know rub off on my kids is that I don't have to pay for a babysitter. My wife is at home mom, and now I'm home most of the time. But we're figuring it out. We're working out the kinks. But the blessing in that is that I'm home. Someone else is not watching my kids. One. Two, you know, I, I'm I, I'm able to be able to still say I can pay the bills. I'm not making as much money as I used to, and that's a little scary because you're like, damn, you know, but I got to think about my track record. I've always been able to withstand and overcome, right? But the beauty in that is that I get to do whatever I want, right? So with me being able to do whatever I want, I don't have anybody looking over my shoulders or me having, you know, to do a million and one things for somebody else that's kind of at the end of the day going to be like, you know, if, you're, if my progression of my workload or productivity isn't at the level it was at one point gonna be on my head or, or, or stressing me out about it so I'm, I'm happy about that and I'm also happy about saying to myself now I get to figure things out and I'm working on myself I'm not out here just on some running or whatever but I don't have to report to somebody be like yo man I want to go to Chicago and see my mom you think you gonna let me do that no no, nah, it's you know busy season. You get what I'm saying? Like, no. I'm like, yo, so the good and the bad comes with all this and the challenges. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I have to look at that point and process of it. Your process of it is now you're learning about yourself and you're like, okay, I'm the leader. This is going to trickle down. Now you you feel trading on how and who you're going to bring in. Like, even with that with that case, my management is is my my team that I work with, right? So, therefore, in order for me to actually be pushed forward to being better or even getting more jobs, I got to have a great management. Yeah, but you got to do this, this before good, we bro. start talking about management and change. Yeah. Good. Uh, <laughs> wait, you know, what'd you say? He's going to have to edit this later on, so we got to do this when we start talking uh. about management changes. Management No, but... But you know what, though? I'm not thinking about management change. What I'm saying... No, that's I'm, what I'm saying. No, I'm, no, saying I'm saying... What I'm saying is you are... You are the 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 vessel that like in any corporation, whatever. Like, let's say any management that a business, if you are a certain way and you treat the employees a certain way, they're gonna buy into your brand and what you're doing, and they're gonna have the same amount of passion because of the way that you conduct yourself. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. for myself, I'm saying that my team has to form my brand in a sense for me to be able to be pushed into a light or be pushed into a better, you know, business or yeah. work type of type of and thing. And that's what I mean by when I say it starts at the head. Yeah, yep. yeah, like, yeah. I, no, but I'm saying we got to unpack that because because you represent most of Americans who are self-employed. They're just traded time for money. They're not in that box yet that Kiyosaki talks about in terms of being able to go to sleep and it still works itself without you working. Yeah. Most people, they just re, they just replace who they're responsible for, right? So it, 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 it was your boss. Now your business needs you to still operate for it still to exist. Yeah. But that's most of small business people yeah, across the country. 100%, right? And you know, let's unpack that because so, you know, so so I started uh, the business in in 2010. It was in March of 2010 when I got into mortgage banking full time. Okay? My first year I made $17,000. And I worked 60 hours a week. Right? Now, at my job, I had I had a job as a sales manager. I was making like 74 grand a year. So I went from that thinking I'm going to come in here, I'm going to crush real estate. Right. $17,000. That was embarrassing. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and I 
know where the buttons are. <laughs> episode, <laughs> two. <laughs> episode two. Episode two. I don't know where the, no, the sound effects are. No, but 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 look, but but look, but look, but but check it. Right. So that was 2010. 2011, we grew fifty-eight thousand dollars. We made that year. 2012, huh? huh? Fifty-eight thousand. 2012, 2011, right? <laughs> said, huh? Right. Huh? Listen to me. That was That's in three times. That was uh, three times the increase, right? Yeah. But I still wasn't what I was making when I was employed by somebody, right? So it took me three years to make what I was making. So in my third year, I made one thirty-seven, right? That in that year. But here's what happens: a lot of times, you know, no I'm math? not saying you per se, right? But a lot of times, people, when you're self-employed and you're making money. Now you change your lifestyle. Income increases because you, you might have a good year, a good quarter, or maybe a bigger house, <clears throat> nicer car, more traveling. 96 Prius. Right? Not you, B. <laughs> Not, Not right you. now, B. Everybody else, right? So, but I'm saying most, most people, the more money they make, they don't understand the principles of wealth. Right. So they just know how to consume. Yeah, they don't know how to invest. More more. Right? So you make more, so you spend more because you, you deserve it. Because you worked hard for it, right? We tell ourselves that, right? But the point is, I went as a, as a single individual person for about six years, but I had commitments. Uh, I didn't watch any TV. So I, so I disengaged with having any, with any TV in 2011. Yep. I've had, I, have, I have a cable ever since, right? I watched no TV. I don't, me and Bam, best friends to my brother here, and I don't see Bam as much as I want to because I've committed to sacrifice and to invest my time into the business, right? So, so what happens, right? Yep. So, so, so I don't have a new car, right? I live below my means, so now I'm able to save capital. Now that capital, I can put it back into my business. So it took me about seven years to have my second employee. Now I have a team of 97 people, right? So we can be here and, and loans are still flowing because now I have a, but now because now I can, now I can leverage all that I've learned in a way to teach it to my team so now they can replicate me and, and you can improve it potentially and we can and we can and we can improve it and so now we're moving in that space but my point is that most people you've got to pay a price to get there and i think you're skipping over a step and i hate oh, to please. go full circle no tell me you started off the story talking about like the the challenge and trauma of moving 30 times and we talked about baby steps and incremental like like steps for progress right to be able to go, I don't want to do this. My goal is to do it over here. And I think the way I can do it is through real estate. And to take that hit of the decrease of the, the money, you see what I'm saying? You were able to go, yeah, but now I'm free. And then the next three years is like, yeah, it's not to the number that I might want to be at that I'm proud of, but it's better than that year. 100%. And then boom, boom, boom. One employee to this number. Like, I want to just let you know yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. I want whoever's listening or watching to see that's where most entrepreneurs who are trying to get to the bag, their goal is the bag and they quit because the bag's not there. Your goal was freedom. And I think time may be the asset that I might have should have said um, as my goal. Mm. I, I want time. Kind of in the way Brian paid. Yeah, but he it's, just put it in a simplex term. Because yeah. that's fair. It'll be taken out of content thinking he just don't want to do nothing. He just he wants time to, to do it the way yeah. he wants to do it. The way he want to do it. No, he's like, no. He, no don't I really want he's want to like, do he's like, don't miss my words. But it's time. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I, I think it's time. <laughs> I thought I was clear. No, you was twisted. <laughs> <laughs> he literally would like to be able to step back and have the people that's up there just be able to handle the shit just how he would handle the shit. Now, so here's the thing. I don't care how they handle it. Handle right. You do. check you to do. be in the bank so that I can go sit on the See, but see, so 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 that's so, what I want. So there's a few things, and, and to Rob's point too, is that what we didn't say was that between that 2010 and 2011, I did what I, what I said I would never do uh, when I was 17, and I moved back in with my with my mother. Man, that's real. 
Hey, that was that was right quick, right quick. Right quick. So tell me. Every time you say you want to do something, you want to get tested. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I will never. Always happens. <laughs> I have this weird ass like I smoke a lot of weed. So here's a new uh, thing I came up with the other day. You ready? <laughs> I love the. Are you ready? Yeah, tell me. All right, all right. I'm ready to challenge y'all, and let's go at it. Never and forever are the same word. Mm. <laughs> never what? Never, never and, and forever, forever are the same, same word. Break break it down. Yeah, tell me. Unpack that for me. Uh, I mean, beat me. Like, all right, forever means what? I will forever do this. That means I for eternity. Never do that. Correct. Never means what? I will forever never do this forever. I don't even like saying those two. No, no but they mean the same thing. I can't disagree with that. Yeah, and even yeah, if you can't make emphatic word. statements like that is the, the preference. Let's give that. Oh, you earn one. You earn one, baby. Let's give both of those. Let's give both of those. That's that's fire. Even if you don't use the word never, because there's certain words I don't like to use, because I feel like they have a power to them. Yeah. The idea or the energy or the execution of the thing that we're saying, never and forever. You might not have to say it, but you have the attitude of or the mindset of is just as powerful. There's power in the tongue, without question. That's I, a fair I know point. you gotta go. This conversation yeah, no, this is, is so not, good, man. It's not over. <laughs> but let me leave. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. One more. Wife, she she she's still asleep, so I got a little bit more time. Why are towels washed if you use them when you're already clean? Wait, say that again. Say, say it again. Wait, hold on. Now we're going to say it again. I'm about to smoke what he's smoking. I'm about to smoke what he's smoking. I'm about to smoke what he's smoking. Damn, was that a riddle spoon? I'm about to smoke what he's smoking. Riddle spoon. I'm about to smoke what he's smoking. the rest of it. I'm about to smoke what he's smoking. Okay, wait. I don't want to. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's end it with Brian giving us gems, yo. Hey, double on time. You gave us some major bars, I want to go back to the original point, right? You did drop the mic. Hey, hold on. Take a picture of this. Why you taking a picture, Nick? Legit mic. Legit oh, mic drop. Robert, you Brian don't have it all. No, no, we, we need this. That's Never still. and forever on the we, same thing. We need this. I'm so, but before, I'm, I'm before we get to that time point, bro, you can have it, bro. Nick, before we get free. to the time point, right? <laughs> Brian is the star of this podcast. Look, before we get to that point, you started off talking about black ownership. Yes. Ownership, right? And the moving piece. If, I, if I'm being honest, one of the struggles I would have to own and reside in a home right now is if I did it, I'd be putting my family in a community that your mom was trying to escape from and that she was taking incremental steps to go away from. And that's where I'm struggling. What I think I could do is partner up with the homies and do that way. And I'm glad that you broke that down. It doesn't have to be like, I have a piece of property and I live in it, but I have property and it's not even residential, it's commercial or I'm one fifth, one fourth, one eighth owner of this stuff and like the folks that are in our lives that we see we can get to the bag with are similar disciplines and similar opportunities that we could win i think that works so i'm glad you brought that because a lot of people just think i gotta get Thank a house you. gotta get this mortgage gotta live in it and it don't matter where it is i think that no nah, yeah breaking it down and also saying what's your goal 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Look, I would just say that, that was a, that's a good way to close this out. This was great, by the way. Hope you guys hey. went back again, dog. That was a two. good look, bro. Two, 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 two. Guys, never and forever are the same thing. It's the same hey. shirt. It's a shirt. Hey, you know no, what's crazy? I, Wait, before you go, no, there, no, please go. Oppor- <laughs> opportunity from the podcast: if somebody drop a nugget and we don't make a shirt to see if people listen to it <laughs> and buy it, that's a bag that you can get to. <laughs> I just want my percentage. <laughs> hey, as long we got to figure. We got just. I'm telling you, I've been telling you for a long time, man. We have some great ideas that we just don't follow up on that we can really, really make happen. I've been telling you that for a while. Yeah, yeah. If y'all don't know me and me and Rob personally make some dope shit. And with all of us, we make dope even shit. more dope shit. And for some reason, it's been reluctant there. But it's that's just, uh, you gotta get through the, the three years. Yeah, like the resistance. Yeah, it's, it's, break it's sometimes the resistance. But it's, yeah, man, there for a reason, bro. We we not who we supposed to be when we were supposed to do this. Yeah, man, we did it when we supposed to. Now, like this this is episode two because it's right now. Yeah, Absolutely. but I'm on your I'm on your your page, dog. That's why me and him has been have been struggling with this. Give me a house type of thing because I want to get the right house, the house that I foresee myself Buy in. Buy any house. I'm not doing that. Not right. to live in it. Though. Nah. No. But, yeah. but me and him. But Buy but any the thing. house. Buy any yeah, house. Buy any microphone. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but that's what that's where we at. That's where we at. Buy any house. Buy any house. Buy any house yeah, that's where we at. That's where we at. I'ma have my house by next year. That's hey, you know, the pink pig. I'ma have my house by next year. Slit in his back where you put the coins in. Yeah. No, I'ma have it. I'ma have it. Buy a house. Buy house. Buy house. Me and him gonna have several houses. I, I don't have even my do real house. estate. He's Get gonna teach units. me because he tired of me working too. Yeah, <laughs> no, we all gonna have, we all gonna own property. <laughs> so we we all gonna own property, <laughs> man. I vow right I now that we all will own property. The table because this is I accept that. This, <laughs> and the mics pick it up. Okay, so let's close it out with this. The question that we asked in episode <laughs> one. Move. The episode one question been beating was beating the table up. Y'all on me. These bros. So the, the question that we ended with episode one was, what is the nugget? Either the nugget you're taking with you or the nugget that you want us to take or the listeners, audience to take? What's the nugget? So for me, you can go first. If yeah, you want yeah. To. Uh, I would say that uh, here in this conversation, you brothers are very sharp and, and educated. And I would say that just hearing this, it reminds me that that we don't have a wealth gap. We have an information gap. I say that yeah. it, the work that I do. Oh, yeah. Hit, hit that. That's the coin. That's the nugget because there are so many ways to the bag. It's not just one. And so just hearing you guys talk and share your stories, that's why I'm, I'm very grateful that we're here today because it reminds me that, you know what, we just need to be able to, to disseminate information so we can obtain it and execute. And for me, that's the biggest takeaway. And not to mention then be uh, never and forever. But you guys, you got, you should count how many times you guys said bag. And for those who are listening and watching, bag means financial wealth. Yeah. Yeah. And wealth is like freedom or time. You just get the money. And some rims. I got rims. All right, bam. Um, (laughs) You said unfortunately. Get some rims. Bam, what's the nugget for you that you are taking with you or that you want a listener or audience to take with them? Scared money don't make no money. Hey, I like that. Get- oh, he, oh, he, he heard that. Because yeah. I've been scared money. I've been scared money for a while. I've been able to to get some 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 nice bread and not do anything with it and just see it sit and not do nothing for me, man. And now, you got, 
If you want to make let, some money, you got to sit on the edge. Wait, wait, yeah, hey, nah. Let me just say, just really, really quick. Nah, this I'm is still, this, just, this is this this is this is the hypocrisy of this country. Okay, is that they tell us to spend money and they're printing it. <laughs> yeah. At the same damn time. Hey, with no value. Uh, we'll talk no about that. No gold standard. We'll, future another, another episode about finance. Future episodes, we'll talk about how, you know, paper. Oh, you is. know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the color. <laughs> Jesus. So wait, go ahead, B. What's the uh, nugget that you took from this or that you're going to like make sure that people hear? It was four already, bro. Yeah, for real. I'll be dropping. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I um, need it. Yeah, no. Same thing. Never is forever. Same thing. Matt. Man. Um, That's my mic. Fuck your mic. <laughs> That's my mic now. <laughs> fuck your couch. I'm, Rick I'm James. Irish. This motherfucking mic head is green. It is green. It's mine. <laughs> um, and white people be taking stuff. Hey, but I'm not white though. He's Cuban, bro. I'm gonna let you know that he's mysterious. Whiter than me. He's white. No, the, no, no, no. Hey, what's he crazy is white. Matt off camera. They don't know what Matt looks like. They just right. hear his I'm voice. I'm not even on camera right now. They he can live, voice. and they would never hey, know. My voice might sound white. My opinions is probably not gonna be white, <laughs> but I what just call myself Irish, opinion? and I'm getting off subject. Now go ahead, man. Hey, What's the nugget? The nugget, man, is that more. We gotta come together, man. Like so the thing is, exactly what he was saying, and what he also Mike. exactly yeah. what he was saying. And also, what he came in with too, right? I did, but I didn't make as loud as come you. Come on, did. home with this <laughs> nugget. So like. We don't come together enough. Like we all think we gotta buy a house, and it just gotta be our house. Like, come on, let's just buy a house or some units or something together, because you could just split that money and still do whatever the hell you're doing on the side. But just take a percentage of your income, get with your peoples, do some shit, own some stuff. Tribe. Try it. Try yeah, it. Hey, that tribe. was episode. We're talking about the tribe. Hey, yeah. What's, it, what's yeah. his name of it? What are we? we it's a, a some man village thing. This is the men of the village. Men of the village. You got to come Bring together. the village together. You're right. Do Rob, something. Can, can, can I just say? Yeah. Um, 2017, the Lopez family uh, came, to, came to me. Maria, uh, she works at Kaiser, and she went to buy a property. She moved in with, with her and her relatives, like her, her cousin, and a brother, three people. They bought one property. They all lived there. 18 months later, they bought a second property. Then the third property. Each person has their own property. 18 months later, though. Let's just 18 months digest later. that. It, it, takes, it takes some time, right? Yeah. But referencing to your point, though, right now, each person has their own property when they first bought together three of them, right? And that's what we lack. We think we got to do it on our own. And uh, there's a collective. There's a village that's here to be established. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> When uh, my uh, mama's last cousin passed away, the house was split up between like eighteen people. Yeah, you know I mean, like that's that's not cool. No, that's what it is. No, but yeah, it is. What <laughs> that's it is. what it is. They were, and what my mama said was, "Dissolve my piece into the into the pie. Whoever's taking care of it should have it." Hmm. That's the privilege of having That's like, the same thing my dad a will did and too. property. Like my dad's, I, I thought we were going to get into this entire podcast. But no, we are. Um, my dad's house had nine people in it in a one bedroom house. So that house they owned. They owned that house. It was nine people in there, but they owned that house. And the last thing that happened was 
Here you go, sis. Your last sister got the house full, full fledged. Nobody wanted a piece because that's what you're supposed to do. That's dope. Yeah. Mm. Nuggets. So, wait, what did I not use the right one? It was a nugget. That was a nugget. I got a button. <laughs> I got a. All right, here's my nugget. I'm gonna close out. This. I'm a close. So here's the nugget. Um, for me, I think it's about baby steps and being good with the small victories. Um, the story of you and your family, uh, even though there was like hardship and like setbacks, the the gift that your mom gave you is that she was moving forward, even if there was a hit, even if there was like a, a setback, she was steady moving forward. So I don't know what all the steps look like or all the chapters look like for me or us or the listeners or whatever, but um, I hope that we'll be able to support each other as we do well and as we get hit to continue steady moving forward. And I think that's the nuggets for me. Like, yes. Baby steps moving forward. Shout out Mama J. Hey. Shout out B Halls. Hey. It's love, baby. So Rob, um, this is great, man. Good job. Thank you, bro. Thanks great for coming job. through. What's Second the, uh, one? This is episode two. You made wow, episode two. You'll be back. Um, what's your social media? How can they find you if they're listening to this? <clears throat> oh, you can find your boy uh Instagram at the mortgage gladiator. Hey. There it is. Um, mine is at Rob Howard I I I because I'm the third, so I I I on I G and I think Twitter. I am at Bam Hall on all platforms. B-A-M-H-A-L-L. What is this radio voice? <laughs> B, what's, what's your IG? What's your Twitters? Um, How can name, I get you? Brian, sometimes I'll be on Slaws and I'll be on Florence sometimes. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> What's your social media, B? He ain't got, he ain't got no social media. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> I'll be on these streets in the afternoon. Matthew, what is your... We're going to make Brian an a, a Instagram or something we at some not. point. I mean, I'm going to do it again. I did it once, I'll do it twice. Do it. All right, uh, mine is I Matthew. It's I... It's... <laughs> all right, my my all my platforms of social media is I Matthew. It's I-M-A-T-H-U. Yeah, it is because you are Matthew. Yeah, hey, man. Good job. Thank y'all. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Good night. Let's go.